Welcome back, Hawklings. Today we have a very energized, provided by Starbucks episode of Electric Talk, featuring the females of Electric Hawk. That's when y'all say hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. And as always, I'm Tony. I got my friend Sean here. What's up, everybody? And then if the ladies would like to name themselves so people can get acquainted. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I have been a part of Electric Hawk for almost coming up on a year now. Um, and I'm an entertainment attorney, entertainment attorney during the day. And I love Electric Hawk because I'm able to express my creative side and still be involved with music. I'm Ashley. I've been part of the Hawk since late 2018. Uh, back when the team was only about like six people. Uh, I started as a writer, moved into an editor, and I'm currently the marketing manager working under Tate. I'm Corey. I have actually been with Electric Hawk for a year next week, and I do artist relations, and I'm also a writer and editor. I'm Katie. Um, I joined the team about a month ago, and right now I'm a staff writer. I'm Sam. Um, I've been with the team since July. Um, I started as a writer, and now I'm um, a marketing assistant under Tate, and I'm also going to be managing an artist that will be on the roster, but I cannot disclose who yet. <laughs> I'm Natalie, um, and I've been on the team for about six months, and I'm a staff writer and the, uh, one of the community managers, brand manager, director. And that's everybody? That's everybody. That's everybody we have. Wow. You Six. guys do way too much. I can't even think about doing that much stuff. Um and Sam, you just had to you just had the cliffhanger, didn't you? You couldn't just you couldn't just be I did. All right. When do we find out about that? It's still it's still undecided, but probably within the next month. That's spicy. I'm I'm very happy for you if it works out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. And also it's very surprising to me because I feel I don't realize how long I've been with Electric Hawk. And so I don't realize how long like people that joined after me have like I it's crazy that Corey will be here for a year next week right Corey? yeah i joined like right after everything started to get canceled and i was like man i was about to meet all these people this summer go to all these shows with them but i had to rock it out quarantine style i know it's a big bummer very big bummer but possibly there may be hope maybe it's it's looking bright yeah, like, I literally don't know any of you in person. That's fine. Yeah. We're all just figments. <laughs> but you know what I made of uh, Patrick where he walks up to his house and there's a bunch of guys and just, it's like, who are you people? Like that. 
No, yeah, it's definitely that. Like, it's crazy how much I feel like I've interacted with all the people in Leshikok, and I still don't know them. It was, like, that's why I was so happy meeting Daryl, because, like, Daryl's just, like, Daryl's just cool as he is, and then, like, meeting him, he's just, like, so chill, like, you know, there's, like, cool people that you hear about online, and you interact with online, and then you meet them, and you're like, who are you? And so, I think Daryl set a good standard for me, because now I just expect everyone at Electrocock to just be awesome, because I haven't really met anyone bad, so, I'm sure you're all great. I got drinks with Daryl when I went to Denver in the fall. And he was like, I don't know. He was ordering another round. And I was like, oh my God, I need to finish this one. But he was awesome. He was cracking me up. He's like the perfect modern mixture of like a dad, but like not a dad yet. <laughs> Daryl was not dad mode when I met him. He was not? No, he was <laughs> not. <laughs> A dad evolution. Yeah, the Daryl juice. Oh, I'm ready for the Daryl juice later in the year. That Daryl juice is going to be hitting later this year. <laughs> Especially if Electric Forest comes back. Oof. Oh my God. We should make a totem, and it's like Daryl is dressed up as a, one of the lemonade people with like the thing that they walk around with and carry, like the cooler, and it's just filled with Daryl juice with like pictures of his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we can stop talking about Daryl, because this episode is all about y'all. It's not, like, me and Sean aren't even really here. Like, we're just going to ask you guys questions, and then y'all just feel free, feel comfortable to chime in, talk over yourselves. You can yell if you want. It doesn't really matter. I can adjust the volume levels. Um, But I can just throw out a general question, and someone can just say, like, I'll answer it, and we can move from there. But we all know the music industry is pretty saturated with men um we've seen it in history in other genres not just electronic music where we see men dom like the male gender dominate uh like bands charts record labels um whether it's in front of house back of house um all of that why is it so important now as we're into like a more inclusive society that women are in this industry and in the music industry specifically um or sorry electronic music industry specifically why do you think it's so important that we have that representation um i you got it go for it (laughs) No, 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 you can go. You're good, you're good. <laughs> Gosh. Um, I was just going to say, I actually just answered this question um, for another, like, blog. And I was just going to say, like, perspective. Just, like, having, like, a woman's perspective on stuff that's always, like, different than a man's. Or Yeah. I just think that that's super important, as it is. And then also, just, like, as an inspiration to other women in the industry. Because I know, like, seeing, like, all these other, like, badass, powerful females like managing like my favorite artists or like working for like my favorite labels is just like super inspiring for me to like keep going and then just like inspiring to other women to want to get involved in the music industry 
which is like super important. So we can keep growing and maybe it won't be a male dominated industry, but it'll just be like an equal industry. Great answer. I agree completely with that. Katie, did you want to say something as well? Um, just also like for the sake of almost like at this point in time, it's sad to say, but safety. I don't know if you walk into somewhere and everyone working there is a man, you're like less likely to feel safe. So like on top of everything Corey said, like just knowing that there's women working there, like, I don't know. I think that's important too. Like, especially at like bigger events. I agree. And I also, I saw this somewhere that was like every project, every phone you listen to, every festival you go to, there's definitely like a woman that had a part in it and like, that in itself is inspiring, and I feel like a lot of people need that to, like, be brought to light to realize that, yeah, it is a male-dominated industry, but there also is ladies, like, everywhere, and we're doing our thing. Yeah, I think that's also, that's something that I especially like about the electronic music industry. Um, like, I remember going to one of my first shows, like, I saw, like, two female photographers, and one of them ended up being, like, one that I really like now, her name's Tessa. Like, I saw her, like, running up and down uh, the gates at, like, an excision show. And I just remember going to some, like, like rap festival in, like, South Padre for spring break. And it was, like, super cheesy. And I just remember, like, everyone that looked like they were on stage or, like, all the bounces were just, like, puffing their chests out and, like, had their shirts off and stuff. And, like, that just puts me off so much, even as, like, a dude. So, like, I can't even imagine how it is as a girl, like, and so seeing women doing things in the, in this industry was just, like, super cool, because I noticed that before I even went to, like, raves or shows stuff and, st- and like, electronic shows. So I think that's very important as well. I agree. Also, to topple the patriarchy, am I right? A hundred percent. Hell yeah. I mean, you can't spell capitalism without patriarchy, and I'm down to bring down all of them. Um, so, next question. Um, so, what is one thing that we could change in the future of the music industry? What would you ladies like to see like any small or large difference, whether it be like music festivals or just marketing, um, anything else in, you know, the electronic music world. Is there any like just small things that you want to talk about that that could be a little change in, you know, the industry? Um, I think. Oh, go first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, so I was actually just thinking about this today because of the Lost Lands tickets dropping and, um, like one thing that I'm, that I know is going to happen because I know a lot of artists are super adamant about it happening is like giving those artists who worked super hard during quarantine to prove themselves on these lineups for these big festivals. Like I'm, I have a really good feeling that that's already a plan, you know, to, to see a lot more underground artists on these these lineups but I'm really excited to, to actually see that happening um, and I also think it's super important too 
Did someone else have a question about that or an answer about that? Um, I was going to say that we've seen like before everything closed down, you saw a lot of artists who were starting to implement um, just like safety measures for people that were uncomfortable in crowds. You know, like G. Jones had those cards he gave out that if you were uncomfortable or you felt targeted, you could go up to a staff member and they would take you somewhere safe. Um, and there's like been a bunch of projects like that, but they've all been kind of like smaller scale. I think it would be really cool to like see that be brought about in more of like a festival size scene, you know, like a safe place that you can go just like if you're alone um, rather than like maybe just like small events. I think it would be really nice. They actually have it at um, Shambhala, I believe, or have something like sort of like that. I think it would be really cool to see those projects become more wide scale and like bring more safety, not only for women, for just like anyone that could be feeling uncomfortable or unsafe. Yeah, mental health is like a big thing going through festivals. Did anyone else have anything to chime up upon? I was just going to say that we did that good night out um, workshop. Katie, we're on the team yet, but that was super informative. And we did that um, during like quarantine. And so I'm excited, like you said, to like get back to shows and see how like that whole um, dynamic has changed. So I really feel like the past year, there's definitely been a lot of growth, not just for like female artists or like female representation, but just like all around. And so I'm honestly excited to see stuff like that unfold as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I feel like in 2020, this industry has grown tenfold. You haven't just seen women, you've seen black artists, Latino, Asian, you know, everybody. And it's, it. I just like hope that this could reflect maybe in the future of, you know, these next festivals that are coming up maybe later on this year, hopefully next year. Yeah, absolutely. To me, I felt like the music industry like was on like, up and up and up and up and up and the pandemic made us expand but we had to go sideways instead of up and so it basically just caused us to adapt our entire industry in a way that makes it more sustainable for the life that we have now than I think that it was before yeah I definitely think we had like People like DJs, producers, managers, they had to get super creative in the past year. And so I think that that is going to reflect like one thing I was thinking about the other day is all of these like Twitch streams and all that stuff. Like most of them have visuals and most of them have had new visuals. And so like I was thinking about that, uh, the Subsidia Excision release. I don't know if anyone watched that, but the visuals were amazing. Yeah. And so like. I'm like, I remember thinking the intro to lot the last Lost Lands was crazy. How it was like Jurassic Park and it was like taking you through like all these different like areas. It felt like Land Before Time. Like I have no idea what we're gonna get. Like I want everyone to have like some Android Jones like VR ceiling shit going on. Like I think that people have like thought about that stuff now because before I think people were just like, oh, I can just like get booked for EDC every year and maybe Disco Donnie circuit and I'm fine. <laughs> like I've made, like, I've, I've made, you know, I've made my living for the year. I'm good. And like maybe play a couple like nightclubs to get free bottle service. But like other than that, like I feel like everyone's had to get way more creative and I'm excited. 
Yeah, hundred percent. It's also going to be really nice. Like, obviously, visual artists were like definitely appreciated prior, but the fact that people have been able to just sit down and not have like a live experience and like watch what these artists are creating has been really nice. Because you know, like in like the Tipper community-ish area, like people love visual artists. But I feel like once you got out of that, you're like, oh, really cool visuals. But like being able to like see these people and know these people creating art, like I think that's added like a whole new like area of things for people to be interested in and like these are definitely people that deserve to be noticed so that's nice um i just want to go off that pandemic thing um because a whole lot has changed because of it and i want to ask you ladies has any of the work that you've been doing so far for electric hawk uh during the pandemic has that changed from you know if when you joined Maybe it was during the pandemic. Maybe it was before. Uh, I know some of you joined before, but um, has that work changed at all? Yeah, I can answer this. So it's actually (laughs) changed a ton. I've been able to take on a lot more and been able to learn a lot of different things. Um, Shortly before the pandemic, I was just kind of like a marketing assistant, um, basically just focused on Twitter and scheduling articles. But since the pandemic, we've had a lot of like shifting and changing throughout Electric Hawk, and it's allowed me to be able to take on a lot of different areas. Um, I took over the newsletter, so being able to learn like email marketing and stuff along those lines, um, being more involved with like the marketing of releases, and uh, I guess obviously marketing live streams because that wasn't a thing beforehand, but I think it's been super cool and a great learning experience, and I don't think I would have learn nearly as much as I did in 2020 had the pandemic not happened. And Ashley, you weren't even in marketing before the pandemic, right? Um, I was for a little bit. Um, I kind of, like I said, was just uh, doing Twitter. I, I was kind of trying to shift more into marketing. I was still writing a lot at the beginning of the pandemic, but during 2020, I was able to really take on a lot of marketing type tasks. Okay. Also, I wrote for another like electronic publication before this, so like prior to the pandemic. Um, and I definitely feel like people are paying more attention to like online blogs throughout the past year just because they're online more and like not going to shows or like traveling for events or whatever. And so I think that's been nice to like kind of shed a light on like the work that we do and kind of get like a new respect for like music journalists really. So that's been nice. Yeah, I agree with that. It's been a lot more like release focused and not so much like festival, like um, recap type focused. Yeah, definitely been more about like the music instead of just like lineups and event announcements. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it's been like a whole shuffle of the deck between music and writing and marketing, and I just want to shift focus to Natalie. Um, let's talk about community nights, because something here at Electric Hawk, what we've been doing 
is community nights usually on discords uh, we've been doing stuff like playing games drawing even watching movies um how's that been so far during the pandemic and do you think that'll change afterwards um so i personally don't think so maybe it'll change the way it, it works but in my opinion like discord has evolved to adapt to the way that humans want to communicate online and i feel like because people understand that now it's not something people want to go back from like to me discord is probably going to be a platform that's going to continue to evolve like it does and so it's always going to be an accessible platform for us to provide music and community to other people so of course why would we stop taking that opportunity to to you know connect with those people even just like it's 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 like every community tonight it's always just one single person but then that one single person i, sh- I they show up on my feed all the time and they like my tweets and they like we start dming each other it, it, or like you know it, it, it's just one by one and i think that that snowballs out of control that creates the community feel that we really want here i mean discord's become a huge thing especially during the pandemic but before that a lot of i feel like it would be um gaming streamers that would be using them to get out to their fans to let let them know like what they're streaming but other than that just a lot of community talk and a lot of just just kicking back talking about their days talk about like what kind of music they like i mean it's been like a sense of normalcy through a computer screen rather than face-to-face talk i totally agree because like it, it it was the interface and connection you want from social media but it, it's direct it's it's exactly how you want it to be you can cater it to your experience and to your preferences and i think the fact that it's so accessible for any type of person to find any type of community is such a great thing. So I, I'm a big Discord guy. I think it's great. Hmm. Oh yeah, we've. I feel like uh, in the past year, I've seen like basically every artist post a link and say like, "Join my Discord, come hang out with me." And like, I see like a lot of artists do cool things. Like Dion Temer like made like a Minecraft world server, like a modded server with his like Discord and stuff like that. And as someone that used Discord before we did this, because I'm like a no life nerd gamer, um, it's so funny that like now, like, I, like now that I even like it's so it's so funny that we're talking right now on Discord. Like that's crazy to me that like everyone has Discord now. It's so cool. Um, but for the next question, I have. It is directed towards the writing team. Uh, so like Corey, Katie, Alyssa, but if anyone else can feel free to chime in. But um, do we have any big like writing projects coming up that people should be on the lookout for? Um, anything that you know maybe you've just been brainstorming and you think sounds like a cool idea, or we have no ideas and we can just go to the next question. I have a couple things. Um, so the biggest thing that we've been working on in March is our uh, women's spotlight for uh, women in the music industry. So that has been really fun. 
uh, the past couple of weeks. So you get to know and to be able to interview some women that we all look up to in the music industry. So far, we've talked to um, actually, I don't know if the article is coming. No, nope, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, we did an interview with Tessa. So that'll come out um, this coming Wednesday next week. That'll be fun. Uh, she's a photographer. We've been able to talk to Shy, um, and she does a lot. I'm sure everybody's been able to check out that piece. Um, we've been um, highlighting on our Instagram um, every Wednesday different uh, female artists. Am I echoing? I think oh, Corey's okay. echoing a little bit. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It happens. Uh, yeah, so the big one in March is uh, the Women's Spotlights, which has been awesome. And then we have a couple more coming out as well. Also, um, our Fresh Hunts Roundup will be coming out every weekend. Uh, that is an article that we will feature our songs that we love throughout the week, um, Electric Hawk artist releases, and it's just a great way to recap um, everything that we love during the week. So those are two pieces that are exciting. And then a uh, pieces that we see coming back are festival lineup announcements. Um, as we see, festivals are slowly coming back at the end of the year. You'll see that coming out. Um, but other than that, I think Fresh Hunts Roundup and our Women's Spotlight are big ones at the moment. Perfect. Those are the ones I'm looking forward to. Me too. I'm chiming in because I just picked one up this week that I'm really excited about. So I know we all know that Supertask is dropping music in a new album soon, and I just snagged that. So I'm really excited to write about that when it drops, I think, next month. So excited about that one. That's awesome. I am ready for the Supertask return. It's like Superman, kind of. Superman, Supertask. Yeah, maybe that's what he was going for. Correlation. Um. That's crazy. I didn't even know we were interviewing Tesla for Women's History, and I even talked about her earlier. I'm I'm so happy. I think she's awesome. Her I love her photography. But John, do you have a question? Uh, let's shift to the marketing team now. Um, Ashley, Sam, you know you are the ones that do a lot of the promoting for us. Um, I mean, from music shows and even the occasional shit post. Um, how's the process been so far of getting all this content out to everybody? And what kind of content do you do we expect for the future? It's been chaotic. <laughs> um, for a while, it was mostly just me and Tate and a few other people on the team kind of filling in to help. But um, a few months ago, we kind of really built out a marketing team with me, Tate, Sam, Anna, Steph, Jay, and Miguel. And it's been amazing. Everything is rolling super smooth. Um, some exciting things to look for is hopefully more shit posts as we get out of our seasonal depression funk. So spring's coming. We'll all be happy and thriving again. Um, and... Maybe some TikToks and Instagram reels and fun stuff like that. Who knows? We got some some little cool things in the works. I don't know if I can spill too much yet, but Sam, do you have anything to add to that? 
I think you covered pretty much everything. Um, I would definitely just be on the lookout at all times for everything that we're about to drop because you're definitely not going to want to miss a thing. Get those notifications on. I always have the notifications on. And I will have those notifications on for the Hawk Talks. Hawk TikToks. As a... Hawk Talk. I mean, social media has been such a, like, a strong influence. And especially with TikTok coming in, a lot of artists have been using it. Why not us? I mean, Electric Hawk can use it too, you know? Yeah, we're fucking hilarious. Yeah, we, we <laughs> did use it. We we went viral already when we were looking through the fridge. I wouldn't oh, say yeah, we did. viral, Tony. Semi-viral. Now we are viral. We're always viral. Um, Tony, do you want to ask the next question? Sure. All right. So this is for basically everyone to answer. But if you could only choose three words to describe your experience doing things with Electric Hawk, how would you describe them? Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Someone else answer that, please. I would say um, three words that would describe my experience would be community, family, and support. Um, I just feel like ever since I joined, it I just like not the electric hawk is just bigger than the. Uh, organization and bigger than team I just feel like we've all just become best friends and someone can chime in in our chat and say today's been kind of bad for me and four people right on the dot will be like we got you let us know if you need anything we love you tomorrow will be better it's just really supportive um, and it's just something that makes me smile every day I think family is a big one all right so I really didn't want to cry but I am it's true. like a little bit. I'm you like know? breaking down on the verge of breaking down at least. It was beautiful. I don't, you, can you like write my graduation speech for me? Sure. <laughs> um, anyone else want to answer that question or do we want a new one? I just press the button and it just gives me a new question. <laughs> I can I can come in. Um, I was gonna say rewarding and eye opening just because it's like opened up so many like doors like music wise and then like just connection wise and friendship wise. Um and then I'm also gonna echo Alyssa and say supportive for like the same reasons. Um I don't know, definitely I feel like the Electric Hawk family feels like a family um they're always there for each other i always know that like if a man ain't gonna text me good morning i know that the so definitely supportive no yeah i def whoever thought of mental health check-in should definitely get a plus in whatever they're doing mm-hmm mm-hmm Sean, what would you use your three words for? My three words? Oh, 
Um, hot dog can count as one. I think there's a hyphen sometimes. All right. Well, I'm not going to use that word, Tony. But I would if it was about, you know, Electric Hawk. And I will use that word because Electric Hawk, hot dog, you know, it can mean a lot. It can mean spontaneity. It can mean, all right, I'm not going to go into that. Um, <laughs> um, Electric Hawk. I mean, I mean, Alyssa said it best, those three words, but now I think you come up with three different ones. Um, we. I mean, you can you can cheat. You can just say exactly what she said. I'm gonna use my first word, creativity. Um, everybody has a huge brain, ginormous brain here, especially the ladies. Um, but to just like the creativity, everyone just has new ideas flowing in and out. It's inspiring and that i'll just say that's my second word inspiring everybody's so inspiring um just seeing everybody do work and then everybody just building each other up um and of course i'll say that as my third word supporting because i've seen so many people just support each other no matter what whether it's just mental health or through accomplishments i've seen so much growth just through support here electric hawk that was good too you know this really wasn't supposed to be a super emotional question i was expecting people to say like like shit post come and like hot dog that's honestly i thought someone was going to say that so that's my three words that just shows that we can have fun too. <laughs> That's true. We have range. I, I think I, I have one. If this, that's okay. I, I came up with no, a complex journey. Those three words. Um, I feel like, although we're essentially going to the same place and doing the same thing over and over and over again, everybody does it with a different type of purpose and for different reasons that inspire themselves and inspire others for different reasons and it is like walking parallel to a huge large group of people except still getting to claim all of the things that you do as your own and your voice as your own which you know being a woman is a very hard thing to always get the chance to do sometimes but it's a journey like most things in life that I have very much appreciated being able to be on and watch other people also take. I'm really glad that you offered to answer the question because that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I don't think I could tell anyone that they had the best answer. I'm sorry. I know you guys just really want to win the contest, but there is no contest. I hate to break it to you. It's more but, than one word. It's all those words. Electric talk is all those words combined. Oh, for sure. We could. What are those things called? The word jumble pictures? Word bubbles. Yeah, whatever those were that sometimes you had to do for English class for some you reason. It, yeah, just put them all in like the logo of Electric Hawk and then like you just like puff up the like the ones that are most said. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
that would be a good idea for the in real life electric hawk harmony festival to do like a sculpture or like something <laughs> an ice sculpture an ice sculpture yes and then like have all those words in it that would be cute i really like how <laughs> i really liked how natalie said it feels like you're walking in parallel with a big group of people to the same place and like no one is really like no one's trying to shout over you no one's trying to push to get in front of you to get there faster like it really just feels like we're all just here and we all just want to get to the ranch and we all just want to hear odessa and <laughs> Like we'll all like we'll, we'll all hear it. Like the speakers are fine, but you guys all had really beautiful answers. And John, did you want to ask one more question? Oh yeah, before we go, I just want to ask one more question. Um, just like a parting few words. Um, I want to ask what if you have any advice for any aspiring woman out there, um, that wants to get into the electronic music industry or just in music or in any industry. I'll go first um, because I remember myself, my sophomore year of undergrad sitting there and seeing this industry and wondering, well, how am I going to get there? Not that I am right now. Maybe I'm farther along than I was back then. But I think that the first thing I did was just figure out who were the people that were doing what I wanted to do and what were they doing. And I started reaching out. I started uh, following. I started submerging myself into that environment. Um, and then another thing I uh, had to figure out was, well, what can I do to contribute? What can I do to bring something to the table? Um, so I actually started writing for a different blog back in college and that's how I kind of worked my way in to doing what I wanted to do but I think my advice would be to surround yourself with people be that on social media or just by reaching out and saying hello um, it's always going to be a no unless you ask so reach out and don't be afraid because um, you never know who you're going to run into and you never know who you're going to meet um, so just have that confidence to do that Alyssa did a perfect job at explaining what I was going for, but I would also say don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to reach out to any of us um, or anyone that inspires you, um, you know, in the music scene, because that one little conversation could spark something else and it can definitely, you know, something could be said that could inspire you. Um, to do or to go into another direction than what you were thinking in music or, you know, just, it can, it can change your whole mindset. Um, I've had some really incredible conversations in the past with um, people who I was actually like afraid to reach out to. And I was like, you know what, screw it. Like I have a passion for this. Um, and I just went for it. And then, yeah. So I definitely would say like, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us at any time. Um, whether you have like questions specifically um, on our roles or, it, you know, specific questions or just want to learn more about what you could do to get into um, the industry as well. So. 
going with what Alyssa and Sam said. Um, I was going to say, like, don't second guess yourself. Like, if you want to do something, just jump into it and do it. Um, Also, don't settle for, like, a position that you don't super love the company or you don't super love the people you're working with or the music that you're promoting. Make sure, which I really found, like, with Electric Hawk, because I truly like love everybody in Electric Hawk and I love our mission and like the music that we promote. And I just think it's important to work for a company that you are passionate about and like promote music that you're passionate about. So definitely don't settle when trying to find a job because you'll find one, you'll find one that you love. So. That, well, that is true. Like, if you just find something that you do love, you just got to roll with it. And going off of what Sam and Alyssa said, you know, some people do, are afraid to reach out to um, like those big um, names or just like talking to people, networking. You know, it it is. I think now more than ever, it's more important that, you know, jobs are get coming back it's more important to network now than ever. So um, Tony, you have anything else to say or does anyone else have anything else to say? Yeah. My advice would be to never stop learning. There's so many like online courses for marketing, social media, literally anything that you want to do. Like if you've graduated college like I have, but you want to like try something new, you can learn it and usually learn it for free or super cheap. So just look for those resources and try to learn something new. It's super dope. Also, just straight up, if you want to do it, you can absolutely do it. Like, don't think that you can't do it and don't be afraid to start. But like, yes, you can. I know it took me a while to be like, I can do this to like actually start doing something. So I would say don't wait to be comfortable. Just do it. In persistency, because I emailed and DM'd Ariel like 10 times to get hired and look at me. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I literally bothered him and Bree so much because I wanted to get hired so bad. So yeah, here I am. Persistency. I really did the same thing, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad Daryl didn't ghost any of y'all. <laughs> or Bree. <laughs> and piggybacking off of what y'all said, and to really just finish up my thoughts on the whole matter, is I definitely agree. Like, if you want to just do something and you think it would be really cool to do it, then just, like, try to do it. Like, I, I said earlier before we started that, I would I was DMing Disco Donnie. I was DMing Disco Donnie because my life was so like bland and sad at that point that like the only like exciting thing I got was like taking videos at these shows and like watching them like throughout the week while I just like did BS and I was like bored. So I'd DM Disco Donnie and ask him if I could take videos on my phone for him. And then I got a camera and I would like be like, dude, my dad got me a camera for Christmas. Can I take pictures? And he would just be like, no, sorry. Like, and then finally one day he said, uh, I can't give it to you, but if you're with a publication, I'll consider it. So then I learned about Electric Hawk like a month later. And then I messaged Daryl 
And the reason I messaged Ariel is because I reached out to Disco Donnie. And so because of that, I got to be on this awesome team with all of you awesome ladies. And you're all way too inspiring. I feel like I'm in a Hallmark movie half the time because I just like want to cry. But like also I want to like punch through a wall. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us. This is like one of my like more favorite episodes like outside of hype just because I think there was a lot of quality things said during this. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was great. Thank no, you. Thank you. This is no, fun. Thank you. <laughs> Not you. Not you. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Love you, ladies. Love you, guys. Love you. Love you all. Love you all. Steen. <laughs>